0: Three men, who also happen to be best friends, as well as a bunch of complete movie nerds, are on a mission to save the world with a podcast that really, honestly, doesn't help with or solve any of the world's problems whatsoever. Sorry. Please grab your bowl of popcorn and your sugar-free beverage, get to your seats, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of All Screens and Sizes. Salutations and greetings to all. You are now listening to All Screens and Sizes, which is a brand new spanking podcast where three best friends passionately discuss and debate all things movies television gaming and beyond we realize we have basically been doing podcasts for years and years now off the air practically on a daily basis but this year we decided why don't we actually hit that record button for a change To that way hopefully share our love and joy for movies tvs games and so on with similarly passionate people from all over the world in all shapes colors Screens and sizes since this is our very first episode. I think it's only fitting that before we really dive into things We do a quick round of introductions um, I'll start it off. My name is Jordy. I am a gigantic Star Wars nerd just like my two best friends here um, I also believe that Pokemon second generation Johto is the greatest generation of Pokemon ever I don't want to hear any any if ands or buts about it and lastly and 30 probably my most important point of my life that I will, I will die on this hill. Deep Blue Sea is the single greatest movie ever made. But I'm not alone. Uh, let's start us off with one of my best friends, Nick, take it away, my dear friend.
1: What's going on, everybody? My name is Nicholas, and I've spent far too much of my life daydreaming of a galaxy far, far away and adventures through Mordor. Uh, I'm a firm believer that no one delivers quite like Tarantino, at least until I see the newest Christopher Nolan film. Uh, Robert Pattinson should not be allowed on any screen of any size at what? any time. E- even though we're all inclusive here. But what? Robbie Pats, sorry, buddy. Uh, I will die on the hill that Hunter Hunter is the most engrossing storytelling of friendship, love, and the inner workings of humanity of all time. But most importantly, I'm just a big kid in a six foot seven body who is thankful for these two best friends in three different countries, by the way, uh, that will talk in great length about our love of nerdy art forms together. Beautiful.
0: And lastly, let's pass that over to our third musketeer.
2: Hello, everybody. I am, as he said, the third musketeer. And unlike those two giants, I am the short guy of the group (laughs) at maybe a good 5'9 in the right shoes. So no height coming from me. But I do get loud will match them passion for passion with anything. I'm not going to die on any hill, because I'm going to win any battle or debate. So there ain't no dying over here. But I'm just your regular friendly neighborhood P teacher in the hood. I like to collect comic books, Pokemon cards, Star Wars figures. And I obviously love uh, movies, because that's why we're here. So that's a little intro on me. And I'm going to kick it back to Jordy to start us off with our first
0: Woo! pod. Let's go, boys. I'm excited. I'm excited, guys. Well... We're going to start on a positive, more loving note. I'm sure even in this first pod, we'll we'll get the, get the gloves off and start swinging. But let's start on a positive note, guys. This episode, we will look back at 2022. The Oscars are right around the corner. This year's nominees have already been announced. So what better time than now to dive into each of our own personal top 10 movies of last year. What were the 10 movies that we loved the most and why? Um, we can always jump in whenever we do not agree with anyone's takes with that regard. And since we're talking about our own personal lists, there really aren't any wrong picks. Unless somebody picks wrongly, of course. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Uh, first off, guys, thoughts quick thoughts about 2022 as a movie year. Was it good, bad? compared to previous years. You guys took a lot of trip to the theaters. Talk about it, guys. What do you think?
1: Well, I, I, can, uh, I can say that it felt really good to be back in what felt like a somewhat normal uh, year of movies. We had a lot more movies than I think the past due to obviously the pandemic and it felt good to be back in theaters on a regular basis and I think we had a, a pretty solid uh, year for movies.
2: Uh, I agree as well. It is weird though looking at my top 10. It was nice to get back to the theater on a regular basis this year after you know the whole COVID thing. Uh, but movies that still are coming out that stream life. So on uh, my top 10 about half were still stream release and not uh, theater release, so I obviously will take advantage and go to the theater when I can. But it's still a crazy mix with all the streaming that came out during COVID. That some of these good movies came out on Netflix and
1: uh, HBO Max or whatever
2: else it may be instead of a movie theater. So it's a,
1: a, a mixed bag for me. Yeah, a lot of content out there from the from the streaming services.
0: Man, I love going to the theater. I used since I was about eight or nine years old, I used to go on a weekly basis, um, but you know, since, since I've been abroad, I'm currently in Spain, we only have one day per week where they show movies in their original version, English version, uh, so that has somewhat limited my ability to go, but looking at my list now, I have to say probably eight or seven or eight out of ten I have seen in a the theater, so I guess with that regard, we have been able to support our, our local theaters, uh, as much as possible, but, uh, Yeah, I'm excited for for this upcoming year. Maybe we'll dedicate a whole nother pod to that, another episode of that. But without further ado, why don't we guys jump into the official, trademarked, copyrighted, all screens and sizes, top 10 movies of 2022. Mm, Y'all know what time it is. It's time for one of those top 10. top 10 on all screens and sizes top 10 top 10 top 10 on all screens and
2: sizes all right i'm gonna start off the top 10 list with controversy because that's what i do number 10 easily could be number one this movie, easily could be number 1. I'm just telling y'all. I just put it at 10 to start us off with controversy. Number <laughs> 10. So this movie came back out in fe- or came out in February. We all know any movie goer if a movie's coming out in February it's probably not good. They just put it in February cuz there's nothing else coming out. They get the kids who are bored. But beyond that, this movie didn't even come out in theaters. We got it at home first viewing. I was so hyped for this film, and then I saw some reviews before I saw it, and it, it didn't go so well. And then I watched this film, and I could not believe the reviews I had read because this movie is a straight up masterpiece, and I can't believe the disrespect it was getting. So, my number 10 is the Netflix release of The Chainsaw oh, Massacre, no. baby. What? Number 10. Oh. This movie, I can't believe the hate it got. I don't know what people Phil. want. I just want a guy killing people with chainsaws. And the most memorable thing about the movie is how he killed people with chainsaws. What else do you want? That dude on the bus got sliced and diced. Give me more. No,
1: We're trying to We are trying to attract <laughs> listeners and give them a good experience. <laughs> and you start us off with our first movie with that Monstrosity. No, the
2: only M you should be saying two M's. Massacre masterpiece.
1: Oh my word.
2: Jordy, I think you can back me up on this. Uh,
0: well, I I actually refuse to back you up on this, but let me just start you with my top ten because my top ten actually is a cinematic masterpiece. Uh, this is a movie about a guy who massacres people with chainsaws, baby! Let's go! Texas, Chainsaw Massacre Netflix Edition re- re-released 2022. Man. <laughs> <laughs> people, what am I doing here, man? What am I doing by the way, with these F- FYI, FYI, we have not discussed our list with each other. Yeah, no one can do Hit and record, guys. This is actually not a pre-planned thing. We're all across the globe currently tuning in together to get this thing done. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it was gruesome, it was gorgeous, it was delicious, it was just turn your mind off and enjoy a slashing, bloody, bloody mess of
1: amazingness, guys. You you definitely didn't need your mind for that, that's true. And we all are a bit dumber, all of us that have seen it. Speak
0: for yourself, I actually feel like it has, has, has broadened my mind. (laughs) <laughs> and, and it made me realize what was actually what's actually important. You know, we overanalyze these movies all the time. It's just about having a grand, good old time, and that's exactly what it did. Thank you, Texas
1: Chainsaw Massacre. Thank you, Netflix. And I guess you know, I guess we'll hear yours too, Nick. Go ahead. Wow. Right. Well, I'll I'll start my list off at number ten with. I'm gonna go in a, in a different direction with someone. That was, you know, put some love and care into making an actual film. Um, But, anyways, my number 10, this was a a movie that I saw strictly due to kind of the amount of buzz that I was hearing about it. And uh, this was carried by two powerhouse performances. It had emotional highs, it had emotional lows. There was shock factor, a story of friendship, or, or sort of lack thereof. Uh, one of the more recent movies that I've seen, and the the dark humor in this movie left me literally cackling as I was watching it. So number 10 for me is The Banshees of Inna Sharon. Uh, and also was great to see my man Colin Farrell get to act using his natural accent, his natural voice for once, which was, which was quite what nice. What does
0: that kind of sound like? Because I haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie. Can you? Do you mind giving me a little bit of a, a
1: little bit of a. <laughs> no, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disrespect my man like that. But, great movie. It's getting a little bit of Oscar love, which I appreciate, and I just found it to be a just a great, a great film. So number ten.
2: I and I just watched that movie this week and. I'm glad you said you laughed because I found myself laughing a lot, and I don't know if it was intended to be that way because it's a little dark. But I was laughing
1: a lot, and I enjoyed it. It was it was definitely dark, dark humor, and I think that was sort of the beauty of it was like it wasn't in your face funny, but it was making me laugh just for the situations and everything that was happening. It was just it was pretty funny. I was I was cackling literally right. at numerous times during the film. Number nine.
2: All right, number nine, which is funny because I know we talk about movies almost every day, guys, but I don't think we ever mentioned this movie. So I don't know if I'm the only one who's seen it out of the three of us. And it is nerd-related, of course, but it's also being a a father-related. Some of these movies obviously aren't movies I can watch with my son, but this one was, we didn't see it in the theaters because he's still too young, but when it hit Disney+, Plus, was it Disney+, Plus? no, it was HBO Max. Sorry, guys, I'm plugging the wrong people here. Super Pets. <laughs> Number nine, Super Pets. I thought it was great. You had The Rock and Kevin Hart, you know, and you can get a little bored with them because they do a lot of stuff together, but a little different animated version of them. Keanu Reeves as Batman, genius. And then John Krasinski as Superman, another genius idea. And there was a lot of other actors in it as well. Uh, Alfred Molina was in it. Um, the one that's popping out of my head right now. But so many different actors you know, voicing these characters. Fun story with pets, with the superheroes, something I can watch with my son and have a good time with. So Super Pets was an all-around good time, and so I have it at number nine. Your son enjoyed it too? What was his rating of his review of the movie? Oh, he loved it. Super Pets. Every time we see the, they got toys too, so now he wants all the toys.
0: So it's kind of a backfire, I guess. Yeah. That's how they get you. <laughs> they got you. That's how they get you. <laughs> my number nine is probably one of the bigger blockbuster movies that come out last year. Um, At the end of the day, I had a great old time. It was a bit emotional at times. Um, Visually stunning. Uh, It's Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Coming in at number nine. Coming in at nine. Putting my list together, there were just, I guess, eight more movies that I enjoyed a little more. Obviously, almost impossible shoes to fill after Chadwick Boseman, but... I thought, I thought they, they took it in a nice direction definitely some some characters and stuff that were introduced that I didn't care for that much but all in all I left the theater going like you know what had a good old time it was fun didn't set anything major up for the future of the MCU or whatever but you know I had a good time with it and that's kind of how I feel about it I'm, I'm not as insanely enthusiastic or, or excited about it but I enjoyed it and I guess at the end of the day that's the most important thing
1: good pick Jordy good pick Okay, my number nine was kind of a bit of a shocker to probably you guys and to me as well. Um, I had very low expectations for this movie. It was a Netflix movie that I put on kind of to kill time, and it was a slow night that night. And um, I ended up kind of captivated by an incredible down-to-earth story of of everyday people managing everyday relationship struggles and things of that nature. And, uh, the movie was powered by some really, really creative visuals that I appreciated and a big time soundtrack, uh, from the creator of the, of the story and the film, uh, kid Cuddy. So at number nine, I have enter galactic, which was, uh, kind of a, out of the nowhere, out of nowhere film that I, I, truly, truly enjoyed number eight my number eight back to the
2: netflix films they were taking care of me this year in 2022 you can't go wrong with snoop dog can't do it or jamie Foxx. so i got day shift at Ooh. number eight and if anyone doesn't know what Ooh. it is get to your netflix and watch it now because it's such a good time day shift we got shifts we got day shift. we got night shift and in a world where vampires exist working is hard and you know who's going to work hard, though? My man, Jamie Foxx. And what he did was go after them vampires to make some money for his family. So it's a little family story. You know, he's trying to take care of his daughter. I highly recommend checking it out. Snoop Dogg is incredible, as always, just being Snoop. Just putting on a different set of clothes, but still being Snoop. So Day Shift. Man, and the, and not even just the funny part of it. Like, there's really good choreography. The action scenes are really good. There's one scene in a house where they got to take on vampires. I loved it. I love vampire movies, and for this one to be a little lighthearted one, I very much enjoyed it. So that's why it's my number eight.
1: Surprisingly impressed with the action sequences and how it was—it was well made. Yeah, it's you know. very
0: good. Well, since you were impressed <laughs> by some action sequences, Nick, let me use that as a segue to my number eight which is a movie that blew me away. I watched it at home, I saw it on Netflix, but good lord, what a rollercoaster ride of a movie. I'm pretty sure Nick actually loved it as well. If you ever wanna see a movie where the most insane, over the top action sequences just follow each other and follow each other and it's a a rollercoaster ride, it's damn near four hours long, it's RRR, wow. a movie out of India which just stole the show for me. We're talking about compilations of, of endless animals fighting, jumping in slow motion, insane action sets. Incredible CGI as well. A lot more impressive than I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, man. This, this movie just blew my mind. I knew it was going to be insane. But even then, it, it still trumped what I thought it was going to be Uh movie by S.S. Rajamuli, if I pronounce it correctly, man, keep doing your thing. He's got an incredible slate of, of awesome action flakes. This this fits right in there. with Some of the other series that he's got going, man. Everybody go
1: see that movie, please. It's, wow. it's insane. Wow, cracking it's your awesome. top 10. Yeah, nice. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with that, Jordy. Okay, uh, number eight for me was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Uh, This was a movie that sort of gave me pause after I saw Disney's Monstrosity with Tom Hanks that they put out earlier this year, earlier in 2022. (laughs) Um, So I I tried to revisit this film with an open mind, and I'm really glad that I did. This was a much darker rendition of a classic tale that we've seen many times, um, but told in a much darker way. And, you know, visuals that stop-motion visuals which was is really cool to see in this day and age um, that really justify the the 15 years that it take to to it took to make this movie Um, you know it's it's a sort of a stop-motion masterpiece and probably my favorite Pinocchio um, movie ever made so number eight Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. My number seven has already been
2: said by someone else on this list, so we'll just continue it on. My number seven is Wakanda Forever. Uh, Obviously, tall task by the whole crew. We had COVID-1, which did make things easier. Two, we lost Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace, one of the greatest ever. Just with anything, any movie with those types of circumstances, it's going to be hard to deliver. But I think they delivered. It ain't a perfect movie, but for the situation they were in, I think they handled Chadwick perfectly as T'Challa, the Black Panther going out. That, that I just still remember after that first sequence when the Marvel credit hits, it's just dead silent. and the, the I could hear people crying. I think I was crying. It was just a beautiful experience. It was like we all went to his funeral during that. Um, and the same thing Jordy said, some of the characters they introduced, I'm a big fan of Riri Williams, one of my new favorite <laughs> modern characters. I don't think they did her quite justice in the film, but I am holding out hope for her. Disney Plus series that that's what they'll do. So there there wasn't things perfect, but I do say how they handled Chadwick. I think uh, Letitia Wright taking over the mantle was such a good idea, and I I'm going to butcher his name, so I apologize. Tina Corta, that's how you say it. Who played Namor? Was how I used to say it, but now oh we've boy. turned into Namor. So I thought he was fantastic. The one scene where he's up on his throne in uh, Talokan, Talokan, incredible. Stole the stole the scene. He's so good. So I am uh, excited for what both those characters, the new Black Panther, Shuri, and what Namor have for us in the Marvel Universe. So number seven for Wakanda Forever, I'm excited for more. Great pick,
1: Phil, great pick. Two, Two Wakanda Forevers on our list. Nick, Nicholas,
0: Nikolai, I know we're across thousands and thousands of kilometers, but I want you to look me dead in my eyes. Can I do it, too?
2: Just because they're pretty? You can
0: look at Nick. All eyes on yeah, me. Actually, oh, okay. I'll look at Jordy. Yeah. You stare, you stare Nick down. You pressure him. Push okay. Push him in the corner. Push him in the corner. Peer pressure him. I got a bone to pick, Nick. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> oh. The, it's time for the Batman, baby. Oh. This Batman, Robert Pattinson... All the hate, all the Twilight talk. He's a little teenage vampire. <laughs> nah, nah, screw all that. This man took that mantle, took that cape, took those boots, and he wore them with pride, and he did the Batman, the Dark Knight justice. What a movie with Matt Reeves. Don't even talk about the penguin. I got you! Hey, I got you! <laughs> Boom, nah, there comes the Batmobile, man. He's he, he going to take take you out because this is Robert Pattinson. This ain't no... Christian Bale. Whoa, oh, no whoa, whoa! Is. Don't the bail. We're not throwing oh, bail not under sad. the under the bus. Yeah, you. Yeah, you
1: man, now,
0: now you go 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 went to. far. This, this, this Rob Prantz will take a little little adrenaline caffeine shot and whoop Christian Bale's ass. That's all oh, I know. Jordy, Jordy. <sighs> Sorry, guys, I'm getting a little carried away here. Um, it's the Batman, dude. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? It, it, it's it's a espionage detective. I mean, it's one of the top ten best movies of the year, obviously. But, uh, yeah, no, I, had a, I had an amazing time. I saw it twice in theater, Second time, I liked it even more than the first. Awesome movies, awesome twists, awesome Zoe Kravitz, Robert Pattinson stole the show. I'm really excited for what's next.
1: Well, it, I will say having to suffer through Robert Pattinson as Batman was hot, was very difficult, but it was an enjoyable movie. I will say that. Just seeing him in that suit was just it was very cringe but it was an enjoyable movie. All right. Well, number number 7 is a movie that has appeared on both of your lists. Chainsaw uh, Massacre num- baby. Let's number go. 7 Black ch- Panther oh, Wakanda oh. Forever. <laughs> oh, Definitely not Chainsaw Massacre that abomination. Uh but yes, uh, Wakanda Forever. You guys have touched on <laughs> most of the things that I was gonna say. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, you know, the film—the film just dealt with an impossible task, honoring the late Chadwick Boseman, and somehow moving that character along. And uh, I think it was handled with, you know, with with grace and with care, and um, often moved me to tears, like Phil said in the movie. It was very emotional, and and I think introducing uh, Namor as a villain that I believe. He will age very gracefully as we look back in, on the MCU. I think Namor was a, a great villain that we could kind of sympathize with and relate to and was pretty badass.
2: Number six.
1: My number six
2: just gets a slight nod over Wakanda Forever. And again, I feel like it's another controversy pick because I feel like when this movie came out, we talked about it. I was the only one who had the love for it that I had. But my number six is Multiverse of Madness. I loved it. I love Sam Raimi. He's one of my faves. I know the movie ain't perfect. It ain't really a whole bunch of madness of multiverse going on. They needed to change the title probably. But I thought they did the Scarlet Witch amazingly. I finally got to see the dark side of her chasing after what she wants most, her kids. The weakness is Doctor Strange. There could have been different routes that they could have taken with him. But I love just being able to watch Wanda do her thing. Or Scarlet Witch, however you want to call her. So I'm going Multiverse of Madness number six. Again, I think Raimi always wins. He gave us the Spider-Man. 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 One, two. Eh, three.
0: Uh, and then all his <laughs> other
2: stuff that he does, Evil Dead, I'm just a huge fan. So I just love that horror aspect that he brought to a Marvel movie, which we ain't seen. I like to see something different. We've had 30 of these films now. And he brought something that was a little bit different. Although something, I mean, come on, guys! Yeah, Doctor Strange throwing musical notes. Like that whole fight scene was incredible. Who else would have did that? Sam Raimi did that. So
0: I got number six: Multiverse of Madness. Let's Phil, go. Let me just jump in there and uh, tag you in, like, like a tag team that we are because we did it again. My number six is also Doctor oh, wow. Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Um, let's go one of the movies like first time I saw it I was like this is, this is different this is cool this is a little bit of horror this is Mr. Fantastic being turned into spaghetti this is Patrick Stewart's neck being absolutely snapped right in front of me this is Captain Carter being cut in half this is fun this is fun. It was fun seeing some people leave during the theater during some of
2: those moments. How often do people leave during a Marvel movie due to that type of stuff?
0: It was different, and that's that's kind of what I'm looking for right now with MCU and just having the, the balls to do something different, and Sam Raimi did just that. Definitely wasn't a perfect movie, but uh, it deserves a spot in in my top ten at, at spot number six because that's exactly what it did. It got out of, out of our comfort zone, and I had a
1: I had a blast with it. Nice. Another, another, uh, same for you guys again. Samesies.
0: Man, virtual high five. Fit. It was, uh,
1: yeah, it was, it's a good pick. Seeing Wanda being just like losing, going off the rails was pretty fun. I agree with that. Okay, number six for me. With number six, I found myself revisiting a character that I had no idea I wanted more of or needed more of until I was watching. This sequel, character being Daniel Craig's detective Ooh. Benoit Blanc, a who done it that kept me guessing. It felt like the actors were having uh, just as much fun filming it as I was having watching it. at number six, Glass Onion, uh, which I just absolutely loved and a fun fact. it was it was filmed on location in Greece, a few hours from where I'm currently living in Athens. Uh, so that was fun to see a place that I'd visited before, and so that was kind of a fun tidbit. You've all, you visited the Glass Onion. I have not been to that private island, but where they oh, where nice. they took off from, from the uh, you know the port where they took off in Greece, I've I've been there, which is it was cool to see. That's cool. Give me more Benoit. Benoit, Benoit. love that. Yeah, I need more. Oh, I more.
0: More. <laughs> Kylo more!
2: Randis, so Number five. number five. And it seems I had to check and make sure when I was making this list, it popped in my head. I was like, did that movie come out this year? Like I could, it's just it's so crazy, but it did. Uh, and we were luckily able to see this movie with Nick over the summer. Um, my number five is Nope. Another Jordan Peele masterpiece, in my opinion. Uh, Get Out was by far the best of all of them. Uh, And Us might not have delivered on all aspects like Get Out did, but Nope was a very uh, fun movie to watch. I figured, like everyone else, Aliens is what we thought. Uh, But the little twist with the alien itself isn't quite what you think it is. Uh, And I just remember before we went in, someone said that when they read the script, I can't remember which actor it was, that jaws came to mind so that made me think jaws how can an alien film be like the jaws second
0: best shark movie of all time well yeah the, the best second best shark no jaws time? is
2: the don't listen to jordy and his uh deep blue little mermaid film jaws is pretty good jaws me. is number one but anyways he's derailing me here nope was very good the twist with the whole alien it wasn't your typical just alien story there's a whole lot of other messages going on i think with religion um, the idea of spe- the spectacle as well, trying to catch everything on camera. Um, but we won't get that deep today.
0: But no, nope,
1: number five for me. Very Great good film. pick, Phil. I was honored to have watched that with you.
0: Yes. My turn for my number five. We've had, we've been chewed out and spit out by Nicola, Nicholas for our love for this horror movie, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which was a, Incredible time. Masterpiece. Exactly. <laughs> you guys make me sick. <laughs> There's another horror franchise that had another installment this year that we all kind of despised. Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. Wait. And that movie is called Halloween. What? And that was absolutely not <laughs> in my <top> 10. <laughs> What is in my top ten is another Jamie Lee Curtis movie, which is... Incredible! There's all all the Oscar praise, all the actors, uh, supporting actors. It's everything, everywhere, all at once, and Kali That's how you do the multiverse right there. They got it down to a T. Kiwi Hui Kwan, and I don't want to pronounce your name wrong, but you're a legend. Obviously, returning to the big screen like that, Michelle, all yeah, deserves all the all the credit for this Oscar buzz that he's got, and even Jamie Lee Curtis every second she was on screen, I loved every second of it. The action was incredible. The VFX were incredible. God, what a movie. What a fun time. Great Great pick. pick. Great
1: pick. All right. Number five for me was Avatar The Way of Water. This sequel to quite possibly the most successful film of all time. And, we're not going to oh, dive into that discussion, Lord. but uh, oh. <laughs> uh, but honestly, uh, 13 years later, I I truly wondered if it was possible to capture that same magic from the original. The original, I think, is one of the few movies that I've seen. Maybe the only movie I've seen four times in the theater. Um, but by golly, that son of a bitch, James Cameron, pulled it off again. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is just pure escapism i was just completely enamored with the stunning visuals and the world building and i I never wanted to leave despite the the three plus hour runtime and uh, there's some sketchy narrative choices that quite frankly didn't bother me just because i was just so happy to be back exploring the the waters of pandora And wishing that I had one of those whales as my friend, like we saw in the movie. So, number five, Avatar: The Way of Water.
2: James Cameron said, "Don't call them whales."
1: Oh, what are they? What do we call them? Tulkun. Oh, Tulkun. Tulkun. Okay, so we're going. Okay. (laughs) Excuse me, James. Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. I'll. You'll receive my written apology shortly. Number Number four. So
2: my number four again. Back to the home releases. No movie theater here. This is another what's it, different approach for the Marvel Universe, which I very much enjoy. This is the stuff that's up my alley that I'm hoping we get more of in these coming phases. But my number four is Werewolf by Night. Ooh. I thought it was phenomenal the way they did it. The, the, the dark side of the Marvel Universe and still, you know, kind of campy and funny as well, but and it went to that old-school horror route, which is what I love the most. It introduced us to Man-Thing. Spoiler alert. I guess we're doing those. Man-Thing, which is a great thing to have that we can go moving forward in the MCU. But most importantly, Elsa Bloodstone. Let's go. I'm I'm all for these female characters in the Marvel Universe. I will support all of them. So I'm glad that we got Elsa. Fantastic. Uh, short film, I guess, is what they're Clarifying it as it's not a full-length film, but I love it. and I hope we get more of it, uh, and those characters as well. So, Werewolf on Night Number Four.
1: Nice pick, Phil. That was, that was truly enjoyable. That was that was a great, a great little short.
0: Speaking of enjoyable movie experiences, this is a movie my number four that I saw on Disney Plus. I wish I would have seen it in the theaters. I probably would have gone like four or five times at least. Looking at my list right now, it's probably the biggest surprise of the year for me. I doubt anyone else has it on their list. This is the funniest movie that I've seen this year. It is a movie that probably la- made me laugh out loud the most out of anything I saw this year. It is a movie that has Paul Rudd in it. It's a movie that has Pumbaa, Timon and Pumbaa in it. E.T., Batman, Randy Marsh, Skeletor, He Man, Darkwind, Duck, Even Ugly, Mother Ooh, Sonic is in there. Sonic. <laughs> this is Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Ooh. What a surprise. Shocker. What an incredible fun, fun ride. Uh, this has gone under under the radar of so many different people, but please go to Disney Plus. Steal someone's password while you still can on Disney Plus if you don't have it. Go see Chippendale Rescue Rangers. What an incredible, fun ride of a movie.
2: Jordy, I I've, I have a misstep. That would have been in my top ten, but I forgot it came out this year. I forgot, like you said, under the radar. I've seen it and I forgot
1: about it, but it was such a fun experience. That was experience. a sleeper for sure. That was a big-time sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number four. This was another sequel in the top five for me, and... I watched uh, the original. I rewatched the original in in preparation, and I was stunned at how poorly the original had aged. And you know, it was generally considered to be a, a classic, uh, but I mean, holy shit, it was bad watching it again. And maybe that's just an unpopular opinion, but uh, so that kind of dampened my expectations for seeing this movie. But seeing this film in IMAX completely blew me away and is one of my favorite theater experiences of the year. Some of the best high octane action ever put onto screen and guys, it was real. And the way they captured it was phenomenal. And it was mixed with some emotional gut punches, which made number four, top gun Maverick must see cinema and guys, Tom Cruise. Number still got it. He still got it. Number four. And, and, and this slander for the og will not stand bad i couldn't i I found myself like what is happening and i and i had like in my mind i I thought like i loved it and then i rewatched it i was like wow i just really really thoroughly did not enjoy the original but this this sequel was pretty amazing
0: come on man shirtless dudes chest bumping Gilmer. Sweaty in the beach.
1: <laughs> that was about. That's about the extent of the the original. Yeah. haters
0: Number three. All right,
1: three. Now I am disappointed with
2: my number three. Not disappointed with it. My not my experience even. I disappointed. I get. I didn't get to see it in theaters. I can't remember why I didn't get to go see it. So I actually watched it at home when it hit the home. i Believe it was Showtime. Possibly. It should still be there if you haven't seen it. So go see it, but my number three has already been said once. Everything, everywhere, all at once is my number three. I love that movie so much. Jordy said it. How you do a multiverse, it's incredible what they could do with the story in just one film, but also make it meaningful. Uh, The movie's basically about the purpose of life, and we can get deeper into it some other time, but that's the main gist of it, and the different lives that you could live, and They intertwined that with the multiverse and great action scenes, choreography. I think it might have the best scene of the year. In my opinion, if you've seen it, you already know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, I'll give you a little spoiler, a little office trophy. (laughs) It's part of the greatest scene of the year. Enough said. I don't want to say any more than that, but everything everyone wants. And Jordi already said too, the actors coming back for this phenomenal. I'm picking them to win tons of awards during the Oscars it definitely deserves the credit so everything everywhere all at once number three nice
1: phil good pick
0: good pick my number three we really don't have to talk about it too much as it has been said before it's the biggest well i don't know yeah i guess it is the single biggest blockbuster to come out in 2022 it's avatar way of water I've uh, seen it twice in theaters it's just one hell of a ride all the way to the end, all the way through, kept me, enter- kept me entertained, kept me engaged more than I thought it would for that runtime it has, but gosh, it's just a eye-gasm of, 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 of effects. It's just, you're sitting there in the seat being blown back. What a what a experience. And man, can't wait for, for what's next in the next couple of years. They got them all lined up. They're all working on them. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Keep them all coming. I want it all and I want it right now. <laughs>
1: more! <laughs> more! More! Cue Carlo. All right, number three for me was probably one of my most anticipated movies of 2022. And my expectations were fully exceeded, but in none of the ways that I anticipated. Uh, It took some familiar movie tropes and kind of flipped them on their heads and handled them in ways that I've never really seen before. It's
0: got to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It has, <laughs> it has to guys, be. No, no, guys, no, 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 a little
1: no. too low for that one. Okay. Uh, this, this movie was, was full of surprises, uh, and this guy just keeps knocking it out of the park. Number three is Jordan Peele's Nope. nope. Uh, it was laced with social commentary that we kind of come to expect from mr peel but i found myself thinking about this movie for like weeks after i saw it just randomly just popping in my head thinking about you know every time i looked at a cloud what was what was happening so it was, i really enjoyed number three nope number two, number two. now my
2: number two again I, I i love movies obviously i love a good movie what I love even more at a movie theater is the experience of watching that movie. So a really good movie can be really good, but sometimes the experience is just like any other movie. I'm just sitting there and I'm into it. This movie took it a whole nother level. IMAX obviously had to do it. Top Gun Two, sitting there, and that opening theme goes in, and they're and they're out there and get the sun shining, the water. Cue right, so right, right now. The music is just so beautiful. I got chill bumps. And then the
1: rawr,
2: And the rawr, And the roaring of the engines and the jets. I, you just felt it. And the- Wait, the, what, what, wait, what? You wanted, sorry. ROAR! Tom Cruise, hire me, dog. I, I can do the, the sound effects. But they don't need me. You know why they don't need me to do that? Because they use practical effects. The flying, the stuff is all real. There's no gimmicks. Huge props for that. I know they've been working on the film forever covid derailing stuff this movie brought everyone back to the theaters everyone was seeing it across the world top gun 2 and number two the story's great but just the experience and the effects you feel it that imax it is a movie you had to see in a theater to just get that added part of it so top gun 2 dare i say a top gun 3 should be on the way mm. uh! <laughs> <laughs>
0: My number two is probably... Are you changing your list right now? Well, actually,
1: no. Jeez, well, oh, a little, a I little la- I unsure laughed. about well, number dude, two. Let me, give me a moment look, here. One and give I said
0: that Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers is the, probably the, the, the most I've laughed in quantity. Um, now, me admitting this might cause some people to get worried about me when I do reveal the name, but this movie probably made me laugh the loudest. And the most, in an insane psycho way, a little bit of context, ladies and gentlemen. Me and Phil are horror movie buffs. The gorier, the bloodier, the the, the, the scarier, and we're all in there, front row, having a grand old time. Now, on the other end, we have a third friend here,
1: who is, let's just frankly say it, he's a wuss. <laughs> We have to beg him to we, watch horror movies. We have to, when it comes to certain things no. certain things, guys, let's let's be We have to keep it real.
0: Tie and strap this man into a chair to watch any type of horror movie with us. And then my dog has to sleep with him afterward. Keep him safe. He cannot sleep for weeks and weeks after. He's terrified at night, calling us in the middle of the night. Hey guys. It's not real, is it? (laughs) Please? I I, I swear I just saw something move. If I don't make it through this night, guys, please, you can have my Xbox. Well, I don't even want it. (laughs) But while he is a wuss, I got to extend my virtual hand through this screen and shake this man's hand for what he was able to do when I introduced him to this franchise and this movie. He watched the first one with me, which is one of my, which is a cult classic. Then he watched the second one with me. I've seen this movie four or five times. It deserves way more credit than it's getting. It is made, he's made a lot of movie on, on no budget whatsoever. This is the horror icon, Art the Clown, Damien Leone,
1: Terrifier 2, baby. Wow. wow, number two. What a gore fest! Wow. I, I did sit through these with Jordy and. And they were, I don't know if enjoyable is the right word. And, Jordy, <laughs> I am very worried about you that you were laughing while watching this. Jordy, are you well, crying out for help? Is this your public cry out for help at this moment? No comment. But but the practical effects were quite impressive. Quite impressive.
0: Maybe just the idea that I, that I, that I was dragging you into this depths of hell to watch this movie. <laughs> it has some insanely controversial scenes, of course. We're going to talk about the bedroom scene. Oh, my word. It's just... It's just so much fun. Gory. It's VFX is practical. But God, I can talk about this movie for hours, but let's not do that. We got we got a couple more movies to go. But Terrifier 2. Art the Clown is on the Mount Rushmore of horror icons. Right there with Freddie, Jason. Wow. Wow. He's right there.
1: On par. <laughs> Mic drop. Mic drop, Jordy. Thank you for listening to my All talk, right. talk. Terrifier. My <laughs> number two. We're down to it, boys. We're down to it. My number two, this was the biggest shock of the year for me the biggest surprise but should come as no shock to those who have seen this a movie previously unknown to me has become dare i say one of the greatest epics put onto screen in recent memory featuring one of my favorite scenes in movie history no lie completely over the top in every way and I loved every single second of it over three hours of brotherhood bravery backstabbing and bravado those are four B's but this <laughs> movie is three R's rise roar revolt RRR I'm standing up a foreign language Indian masterpiece completely snubbed at the Oscars only because it has Hollywood shaking in their muff boots (laughs) about what an epic can truly be and they pulled it off RRR one of the most incredible movies of the year. I just had so much fun. Every second of it was amazing RRR. If you haven't seen it please go watch. Please on Netflix. I'll put it on right after this I got goosebumps. Thank you Nick. Thank you.
2: All I'm going to say is all he did Jordy was leave number 1 open for you know what. No 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 no.
1: So you're saying so you're saying there's a chance that <laughs>
2: Masquer is going to make all 3. All right. We're at number 1. Number dun, dun. 1, ladies and gentlemen. Number 1. Number one. All right, number 1. It's possible that all of us might have the same number one because no one has said my number one. Or you're going to say it's honorable mention. I'm going to be upset. My number one had no idea what I was about to watch. See, no trailers. I don't think I've seen a poster. Knew nothing, just that it was a horror film per se. I went in blind, and I came out with Vision. (laughs) This was the greatest movie of the year, and I I can't remember when it came out, but I already knew it was going to be the number one no matter what came out after it. Barbarian, number one film of the year. You have to see it. It has three acts, all very different, but all come together in the most beautiful way possible. It is the greatest movie of the year. It is going down in my top 100 list of movies of all time. Wow! Really? Barbarian, phenomenal. I think it's still on HBO Max. Go see it if you haven't seen it. We don't want to spoil it too much, but it's my number one. It's the it's the best film, and it's not going to win much. It's okay because it's going to be number one in my heart forever. Wow, for
0: this year. Phil! Wow. Shout out to I just want to say I don't no
1: spoilers whatsoever, but I just want to say just Justin Long. Shout out. Yeah. the, the less Incredible. you know, the better for sure and so we're not going to say much but yeah we don't want to say the, anything one about of my people. favorite scenes i've seen in a long time came from that movie so good ah, pick, so there. good phil i'm gonna need your help with my number one. Uh-oh.
0: First off i need to look at the director and cue that music again you know it's coming already this is the movie i've seen the most this well last year in theaters for a whopping five times in theaters and every single penny of my money, they—they they thoroughly deserve. And I'm willing to do it all over again when I can. First, you got it. Obviously, have got the music going already in the background. But Phil, I need you to hit it for me one more time. What's the sound? That, comes from? <laughs> that sounds so
2: bad. It's not even close to it. Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> one,
0: one last time. I want to see him fly off the. <laughs> 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 there we go. There we go. I like I that you're leaning just, into it do. too. They're you so put your whole heart and soul into it. This movie, Top Gun Maverick, took my mom to see it. Everywhere all my friends and family, go, I told me to go see it. They all loved it so much. What a blockbuster movie! What an incredible ride! All the stuff, obviously practical shot. You know, go, go, go! Look at the behind the scenes. What an incredible movie! Val Kilmer, Iceman scene, brought tears to my eyes. Top Gun Maverick is the biggest. The real ride that I've had in the theater and, and the most fun I've had in a long time. I don't need to say anymore. It's deserving of the top one, number one. It's the best movie of the year. Thank you all. Raw! A little less passionate than that one, but I still
1: loved it. Thank you. Good job, guys. Good job. Well, I will, I will conclude. I will conclude. Oh. If I chainsaw If, if massacre. I one more chainsaw. <laughs> if I have to think about that movie for one more time <laughs> anyways. Number 1 guys, my favorite movie of the year is a film that I was definitely late to the party with. I was actually dragged to a re-release showing of this in theaters by my friend Shannon. Shout out Shannon if you're listening. Uh and it was this movie was a rare, life-changing movie for me. It, it altered the way that I wanted to perceive the world and the way I wanted to handle some of life's challenges that are thrown at, thrown at me. And the movie bombards you with visuals and complex theories, and it only slows down to drive home its most meaningful statements with simplicity and clarity. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful movie. My favorite movie of 2022 is everything everywhere wow. all at once it pulled at my heartstrings i was crying uh it's in, got an incredible acting performances. as you guys as you guys have touched on previously and it me- left me a, an emotional wreck and just shout out michelle yo man some of the stories have come out recently with all her oscar buzz and How she was contemplating retirement, and people were telling her to stop making movies, and she comes back with this masterpiece, this powerhouse performance. Michelle Yeoh, I hope she wins everything. She was incredible, and this was just uh, my favorite movie of the year.
0: Finger snaps all the way around. Hot dog (laughs) fingers. We did it, guys. Hot dog fingers. Man, well, there it is. That's the official trademark, copyrighted, all screens and sizes. Top ten for the movie year of two thousand and twenty-two. First episode, guys. First episode. Congratulations to all the winners as well. You know, in the movie list. Congratulations. I I, I guess we're going to leave it at that. We got a lot of stuff in in line and in store for some future episodes, future ideas. Um, Anyone who listened, thank you for listening. I appreciate if you can leave leave a review leave us some comments respond to us on twitter we are at screens and sizes that was our very first pot official pod episode we got a lot more stuff uh, coming up like i said and please be on the lookout for that I want to things everybody for listening once again if anyone has any final final thoughts final final wishes messages sounds they want to make <laughs>
2: shout outs whatever it is i just want to say thanks to everyone for listening uh check us out on the twitter Stay tuned. We'll have some more things coming up. Uh, different types of shows, not just top tens, but reviews as well of ongoing shows and movies that come out. Uh, and thanks for thanks for listening.
1: Thank you guys. Thanks for everyone. And uh, just want to shout out you two. You guys make this so much fun. And hopefully, you you listeners enjoy uh, some of the stuff that our silliness and some of the stuff we enjoy talking about as well. So thanks thanks to you two as well.
0: Man, it's time. It's time to cue that outro music, baby. Let's, let's get it in feel one more time please before we do <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>